0: Unfortunately, people avoid good results. And I've been able to lump that into four categories for you guys so that you can put yourself in one of these categories. Because I think most humans are in one of these categories that is sabotaging your results or is creating a plateau or is not letting you keep your results. Like you always gain the weight back. So let's figure out which one of these four you might be guilty of today this is the game of food this is the game of food we're helping real people get real results with delicious food real Real. food (laughs) live from spencer's home studio podcasting to the world this is game of food and here's your host spencer frederick Today we're talking about how people avoid good results and it's not always a conscious thing. Sometimes it's a subconscious thing, but once someone tells you, then now you're aware and you should be able to do better sometimes people become aware and then they don't try to fix it. But that's the goal today is to give you awareness around these four super sneaky ways people avoid good results. And so when you go into this episode, I want you to think, which one have I done in the past? Because if you have done one of these in the past, then it might be the thing that you need to work on. But before we dive deep into that, go to Spencer's spencersgroup.com spencersgroup.com is where we come together we share recipes i give free guides i have a free metabolism guide free protein guide a free what's the other one i made a macro tracking guide so that you know how many macros you should be eating all in our private group so it's our private facebook group for only people that we approve so go to spencersgroup.com we will get you approved unless you're a spammer or a scammer and uh, it'll be a lot of fun in there and we have some free stuff for you. So let's dive right into it. So there's four categories that I lump every single human into. Now there is kind of some wiggle room or some gray area. You might not all be one category and you might be kind of like partial to two of them. Or in your career, you might be guilty of this one. In your health and wellness, you might be guilty of, of the other one. But the first one is perfectionism. You guys have heard me talk about this one, but I think it's due to talk about it. So perfectionists, this is where I'm not guilty of perfectionism in my health and wellness, but I am with career. But what perfectionists do is they improve, 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 improve until the whole thing breaks. They're not very good at just jumping in and and doing it the proven way they have to improve 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 their mind is always looking for imperfections that they can correct but they keep correcting and correcting until they're burnt out they keep correcting until it no longer makes sense like they're working harder than anybody and it's no longer a realistic program Perfectionists break things and they feel really bad about it and they don't get if they don't get good results it's because they can't put themselves into easy action easy action for them feels wrong if a program feels easy like uh, you know i'm losing weight too easy i can do more like that right there that just came off the top of my head that i can do more is something i hear a lot from perfectionists And they'll ask me, what else can I do? And I don't like it. I don't like that. Just follow the basic habits that are proven to help people make an incredible body transformation. And now just wait. And sometimes perfectionists are not very patient either. Now I've met some perfectionists that are maybe a little more patient. So it's not like you're, you know, one or the other. But They're not usually very patient. That's why they improve, 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 and correct, 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 and make it perfect is because they want to speed things up. They want to be the best. They want results overnight. That's perfectionism, and that is group number one. So if you're guilty of that and you don't get very good results, maybe you should work on that. Group number two is new program syndrome. That's what I call it. New program syndrome. So uh, this one is an easy one to identify for people that like reach out. Usually they have a long list of things that they've tried in the past. Now this doesn't make them a bad person because one thing I like that they're doing is they're looking for the right program for them, but it easily flirts with being a new, having new program syndrome. So you do a program knowing that you're going to quit someday and just do the newest thing that pops in front of your head. It's kind of like shiny object. So this program, I plateaued. I should quit. Now I'm going to go to the next one. This gym is now boring. I've been going for four months. A new one opened across town. I'm going to go to that one. This is the new shiny meal plan. I'm going to switch to that. New program syndrome. You don't get results because you don't stick with stuff. You... you sign up for a program, maybe because it's new or it's the popular thing that your best friend said or that your sister said or whatever. That's the reason you join programs and spend money on meal plans. You're not actually looking for the thing that might produce the best results. I, if, if I can give you anything for anybody that has new program syndrome, I want you, I want to give you my ability to look at a program and know if it's junk. I want to give you my ability of looking at a program and know if they're teaching the right thing. I want to give you the ability of you see a title of like fat burner supplement and you just immediately scroll by on social media knowing that it's bogus. New program syndrome people don't have that. They click on it, they buy it, they think it's the new best thing and they fizzle out every single time until they're looking for the new thing. That person doesn't get good results, they can't commit they can't commit. And also like I've had clients in the past that had the new program syndrome and it's like, they couldn't even stick to me for coaching. Like they were always looking for the next thing. Like, like it, when I was at the gyms and I was training people in person, you know, they'd be set up with everything. I'm working out with him in person in the gym, making sure they push hard enough and do the right things and have the right form. I always talked about nutrition, I, I would give out meal plans and I, I, would, I would have some people track calories, all these things. I would cover everything. And then still these people in this category were like, well, I heard my friend was taking this supplement. Well, I heard my friend was doing keto because at the time when I was at the gyms, keto was like just a word out of everybody's mouth. Well, I tried keto. Well, my friend, and I'm like, ah, stop doing this new program syndrome thing. Stick to what I told you to do. I'm the expert and I get good results with people. Okay. The third group is the overthinker. So what they do is they think, think, think until they're too scared to take action, or they think, think, think until they convince themselves that it's the wrong thing. Overthinkers. What overthinkers do is they analyze, analyze, and, and never take action. They never do the work. So this person... This person sometimes considers making the right change with their health and wellness. And when they consider that, that kind of makes them scared. Like, okay, what could pop up though? Let me think of all the pain points. Well, this could pop up. What if this happens? i really, I would be scared if this happens. In career, because all of these categories can transfer easily over to career or being a parent, anything. In career, an overthinker, when handed a new project or a new responsibility or a new opportunity, like an overthinker is kind of scared of a promotion sometimes. What they do with a new project, though, is they think, think, think until they don't get the project done. And it makes it look like they're not very productive, so their, their boss, their supervisor thinks this person is just lazy, but they are just so stuck in their head and so fearful that they can't take action on the thing. And usually if you take an overthinker and you do put them into, into action, they, they will be the first to admit, okay, it wasn't as scary or there wasn't as many details and I was overanalyzing. But they're hard to push into it. And they're usually the one in career that like when there is an exciting new development or change in a company, they're the first ones to say, well, you got to figure out more details for me. And that is because they're so scared. Overthinkers, you know, I said perfectionist. they they break their program by improving, 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 but they they take action a little bit better than the overthinker because the overthinker breaks it in their head they convince themselves that this is definitely not going to work the fourth one is i don't know what to call it people that get stuck in a learning loop people that are addicted to learning so it really feels like action with reading a book or listening to a podcast. It feels like action when they finish a book and now they pull up a Google article article on the next, you know, newest thing in protein synthesis and they're just gaining all this knowledge and never taking action on it because they they want to know everything. They want to They want to have all this background research. And I think uh, I I made this fourth category because I think this one is kind of being now exaggerated with social media and the internet now because everything is a click away and you can pull up articles and, and you can absorb so much information now at a click of a button or a finger. And so now these learning addicts are getting worse because there's so much to go through. And then the learning addicts, I think, are the most confused. So if they don't get results, it's because, one, they don't take action. They're just stuck in learning. And they're so stuck in learning that they read three different opinions on protein, and now they don't know what to do with protein because all three of them were convincing. And that's the way the internet is nowadays. is like all arguments are convincing, and so you don't know what to do. You're confused. And so they're, a confused person... Does not get the best results, right? That should make sense as I say that. A confused person does not get the best results. And the person that's just reading about push ups and not doing the push ups is not going to get the result. Now, here is where all of these are aligned they're avoiding the work. All four of them. All four of them are avoiding the basics. All, avoid, all of them are avoiding long-term commitment. All of them are avoiding doing it the right way. So when you lump yourself into one of these categories, which I hope you did as I went through this episode, I'm more perfectionism, especially in career. That's where I've been. But as you lumped yourself into one of those categories, I want you to know that you're avoiding the work You're avoiding the basics that will produce the best results. You think it's more complicated than it is, and you're doing it subconsciously sometimes, and also a little bit intentionally so that you can stay where you're at and not change. Did you know that? I know perfectionism, I know perfectionists, they do take the action, but they quickly break it so that they can get back to where they were. They don't want to do the change anymore. New program syndrome. They'll be in a good program that teaches them the right thing. And the moment they got to push and grind and get through the tough, they're gone. Overthinkers never take action. Learning addicts never take action. And the overthinkers and the learners are just so confused or they they break it before they even start. Avoiding the work every single time. And this is how I think about health and wellness and career. And I'm glad that I discovered this. I'm glad that I think a, a lot of good coaches probably end up discovering this. But once you do, it helps you become a better coach. Because there's there's not the knowledge gap. You know, everybody knows that you should eat uh, protein and fruits and vegetables and move more, right? Everybody knows that. But the thing is, a lot of people are not doing that. We still have an obesity epidemic. And it's these four categories that are causing it. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.